Good morning, everyone. It is now time for us to start our Sunday morning worship service. We pray and hope that everyone is staying safe. And let's always remember that God is in control. So let us look at our songs of praise. And those who can and will sing along with us, we're going to sing I'll Fly Away, one of the old time songs, I'll Fly Away. Shall we sing? Some glad morning when this life is over, I fly away, I fly away to a home on God's celestial shore. Sing it, I fly away. service we're going to sing I'm going to stay under the blood as we prepare our minds for our communion service I'm going to stay Lord I'm going to stay Lord under the blood I'm going to stay Stay, Lord, under the blood, and 
I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay under the blood. And the world can do me no harm. I'm going to stay. Oh, I'm going to stay, Lord, under the blood. sacrifice that Jesus made for us on the cross we know that if it wasn't for Jesus we wouldn't have a right to everlasting life we want to thank God because he sent Jesus and while we were yet sinners he died for us at this time we're going to give thanks for both the bread and the cup most righteous and gracious Father, which art in heaven, we come to you humbly bowed, thanking you for all the blessings that you have given us. At this time, we want to thank you for your son, Jesus, Father God, whom you sent to this world to die for our sins, that we may have a right to everlasting life. We want to thank you for this bread, which is his body, and his cup, which is his blood. We pray that all who will partake of it will do so in a manner that's pleasing and acceptable in your sight. In your son Jesus Christ's name, we do humbly pray and give thanks. Let us all say, amen. This is another part of our service when we are to give as the Lord has prospered us. We know that God loves a cheerful giver. As you know, we're worshiping virtually and we're not in the assembly to give together. But thanks to God, there are other ways that uh, we can make sure that the kingdom continues to progress and continues to grow. There are multiple options that you can use in order to uh, give your offering. One, you can send it directly to the P.O. Box 
for the church. It should be addressed to Lansing Church of Christ, Lansing, Illinois, 60438, P.O. Box 606. Again, that's Lansing Church of Christ, Lansing, Illinois. Zip code is 60438, and you want to send it to P.O. Box 606. You can also go to www.lansingcoc.com. Again, that's www.lansingcoc.com. You would notice that in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says donate. You can click that link and it will direct you to our online giving service. I've sent email out to my congregation. You should have all this information. But for those who do not have the email, uh, those are two sure ways that you can still give your offering. Uh, and again, it's by either sending it via the postal mail or you can go and use our online service. And again, remember, God loves a cheerful giver. Let us pray for the collection. Most kind and most gracious Father, which art in heaven, again, we just come to you just thanking you. Thank you, Father, that you gave us resources, Father, that we can give back. We want to thank you for it. We want to thank you for everything that you've given us. We pray, Father God, that we would give with a cheerful heart, knowing, Father God, that you are pleased with a cheerful giver. It's in your Son, Jesus Christ's name, we do pray. Amen. Before the speaker of the hour come and break unto us the bread of life, we're going to sing, He's a Wonderful Savior to Me. And that will be in our sacred selection number 159. So those who can sing along with us, please do. He's a wonderful savior to me. I was lost in sin, but Jesus rescued me. He's a wonderful savior to me. I was bound by fear, and Jesus set me free. He's a wonderful savior to me. Oh, Wonderful Savior to me. Yes, He's a wonderful Savior to me. I was lost in sin, but Jesus took me in. He's a wonderful Savior to me. He's a friend so true, patient and so kind. He's a wonderful Savior to me. Everything I need in Him I always find. He's a wonderful Savior to me. Oh, He's a wonderful Savior to me. Yes, He's a wonderful Wonderful Savior to me, so wonderful. I was lost in sin. 
Jesus took me and he is a wonderful Savior to me. So wonderful. grows the love of Jesus day by day. He is a wonderful Savior to me. So wonderful. is his grace while pressing on my way. He is a wonderful Savior to me. Oh, he's a wonderful Savior to me. Yes, he's a wonderful Savior to me. So wonderful. I was a lost and saved, Jesus took me and he is a wonderful Savior to me. So Yes, he's a wonderful Savior to me. Yes, he's a wonderful Savior to me. So wonderful. I was a lost and saved. Jesus took me and he is a wonderful Savior to me. So wonderful. God is good all of the time. And all of the time, God is good. I am so thankful to be here today, and I know that uh, many of you are on YouTube viewing us at this time. I want you to stand wherever you are. Just stand up wherever you are. And repeat after me. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. For he is good. For his mercy endures forever oh give thanks to the lord for he is good for his mercy endures forever you may take your seats again i'm just glad to be here i know that god is still in control and i also know that ain't no jesus like the one we got. God has blessed us to see another day. A day that wasn't promised to us. But a day that he gave us anyway. Because of his love, his grace, his long suffering, his mercy. He actually allowed us to see this day. I want to have another Bible study. And we're going to do it like we always do it about this time. I want to talk about. It's the devil's season. It's the devil's season. Although we are still facing some challenging times throughout the entire world, make no mistake about it, God is still in control. And God is still in the blessing business. If we ever needed the Lord before, we sure do need him now. We have to thank God for life. We have to thank him for health, for strength, for healing. And we still must look for the good in the land of the living. 
as children of God, we always have hope because our hope is in Jesus Christ. Problems don't move God. God moves problems. He is the creator and nothing happens on his watch unless he allows it to happen. You know, as I sat home and watched the news, because of this virus, I saw the death total around the world increase on a daily basis. I had to remind myself that God got this. And every now and then we need to just say it out loud, God got this. I had to remind myself that as children of God, we walk by faith and not by sight. I had to remind myself that we must be able to close our eyes and open our faith. What we see is not always what we are going to get. God makes the impossible possible. I need to say that one more time. God makes the impossible possible. But then a thought came to me. We can clearly see that the physical death total is increasing. But what about the spiritual death total? This is the devil's season. Just because our world is experiencing something that's unprecedented, that does not mean that Satan has decided to leave us alone. As a matter of fact, it may even encourage him to do even more and more. If you have your Bibles, and I hope you do, I want you to turn them to 1 Peter. 1 Peter. And those of you all who are in my congregation, you know that 1 Peter comes, because, comes before what book? 2 Peter. 1 Peter. We're going to look at 1 Peter chapter number 5. 1 Peter chapter number 5. Let's look at verse number 7. The Bible says, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. While this virus is taking people out physically, Satan is taking people out spiritually. Physical death can easily be seen, but spiritual death is not always apparent. And that's because it's a slow process. Satan wants us to forget and to leave 
our first love. Let me say that again. While this virus is taking people out physically, Satan is taking people out spiritually. Physical death can be easily seen, but spiritual death is not always apparent. It's a slow process. Satan wants to make us forget and to leave our first love. But before I get all into that, let's go back to 1 Peter chapter number 5. And I want you to look at verse number 7. The Bible says, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. God cares about his people. Now, I don't want you to get this twisted. Just because things are happening that are out of our control, that does not mean that God does not care about us. Now, what I want you to do is keep your finger on 1 Peter. But I want you to stroll to Hebrews chapter number 13. Stay in 1 Peter. But go to Hebrews chapter number 13. And I want you to look at verse number 5. Hebrews 13 and 5. The Bible says, let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. This is where I want to be right here. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? I want you to look at verse number five again. The Bible says, for he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Look at verse number six. So we may boldly say, we can have confidence when we say this, the Lord is my helper. Most of us were taught to never say the word never because we don't know what the future holds. But that rule does not apply to God. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Never means at no time in the past or the future. Forsake means to quit or leave entirely to desert, to abandon, to depart or withdraw from. So let's put this all together. God said, I ain't going nowhere. Never. I am going to be with you. I will never quit on you. I will never leave you. I will never abandon you. I will never depart or withdraw from you. I am your helper. Now let's go back to 1 Peter chapter number 5 and verse number 7. And we're going to make these passages click just like Legos. The scripture says God cares for us. Therefore, we can cast all our cares or our concerns upon him because he ain't going nowhere. Somebody didn't see that. Let me say that again. 
we can cast all of our cares, all of our concerns, we can cast them all upon God because he cares for us and he ain't going nowhere. He's never going anywhere. He's never going to leave us or to withdraw from us because he cares for us. We don't have to pick and choose which care to cast upon him. The scripture says to give him all of them. Now here we go. While we are casting, the devil is lurking. He is moving in a secret way so that he cannot be seen because he is about to attack someone. You know, I um, like watching like the Animal Planet channel and uh, I like to see how animals move and survive and it always make me reflect upon God because how can a dumb animal be so smart? It teaches me that there has to be a God. But one day I was watching the channel and there were some animals eating, grazing out somewhere. And the cameraman, he focused on a lion. And he put the camera on the lion. Now this lion, as big as he was, he got down real low. The weeds that he were in, that he was in, they were tall. So he got down real low as almost to crawl upon his belly. Then he sat there for a while. He was watching. He was calculating his next move. All of a sudden, this lion just got up as if he had gained some strength from somewhere. Started running at top speed. The animals that were looking, they saw him coming and they started to run. He was still running, but guess what? Somebody didn't see him coming. And the animal that didn't see him coming, of course, got killed. That's just how Satan moves. His moves are calculated. Sometimes we feel like we got it all put together. But that's when Satan is just low in the weeds, waiting to catch us when we least expect him. The weak ones are the first ones to go because they are paying no attention. That's why the word says to be sober and vigilant. Let's go back to 1 Peter chapter 5. Look at verse number 8. Let's go back to 1 Peter chapter 5, verse number 8. The Bible says, be sober, be vigilant, we have to be in self-control. We have to be watchful. Why? Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. It's the devil's season. There is chaos and confusion in the world today. And he is doing his thing. He doesn't mind standing on top of us while we are down. Look at verse number nine. 
The Bible says, resist him steadfast in the faith. The word says, we must steadfastly resist him. How? In the faith. That means that we are neither to change nor to lose our purpose. The world's situation or circumstances should never be allowed to incite us to lose our purpose. We have to still maintain the purpose that we have in Christ Jesus. The purpose that God gave us, we have to keep running. We have to keep moving because the blessing is always in the movement. Let me go a little deeper. Somebody right now is wondering, why does Brother Kenzie keep saying that it's the devil's season? That's a good question. Now, I don't want you to mix my message. The devil is not in control. That is not what I'm saying. But he would try to gain control over us. Well, who is us or ususes? The us that I'm talking about is Christians. He wants to gain control over us. Come closer and listen. For some of us, all we had going on for us was Sunday morning worship. And we struggled at times to make it there. We didn't attend Bible study. We didn't read our Bibles at home. We sure enough wasn't studying. So now that we are banned from gathering together in the assembly, the devil is coming for us. He is seeking to increase the spiritual death total. Eventually, virtual worship will get old to some of us. The excitement for worshiping virtually will eventually start to fade. And it will be a thing of the past. You know, sort of like years ago, Jeff, when you were clubbing. When a new club opened up, everybody wanted to go there. It was the place to be. The line was all the way out the door. But as the club stayed there and people got used to the club, it just became ordinary. Eventually, virtual worship is going to start being downplayed by some of us. Some will start watching while they are still in bed. Some will start watching while they are doing other things around the house like cooking or cleaning. Some will start watching while they are on the phone talking to someone. What am I saying? What I'm saying is we have to be vigilant. We have to be in self-control. We have to understand that this is the devil's season. He understands what's going on in the world and he wants to sift us as wheat. Think about it. If you don't study your Bible, if you don't read your Bible, if you don't attend Bible study, and all you had going on was to come to church on Sunday morning, now that that's out temporarily, what you gonna do? 
You're like that animal that's eating, not looking, and here comes the lion. Eventually, some of us will start to miss the live stream. And then we'll start making promises to ourselves that we will watch it later. Simply put, some people are going to stop worshiping virtually. We ain't going to have no Jesus in us. I know that was Ebonics, but you understood what I said. We ain't going to have no Jesus in us. Sunday morning, that was our fix. But now that we don't have Sunday morning to physically get up and get ready and rush through the corridors of the building, now that we're not doing this, and now that we have to do it virtually to give God the praise, what happens when we stop watching live stream? Keep in mind, ain't no point in saying, well, I'm going to study more. I'm going to read more. We ain't doing that now. I want to show you this, and I wanted to bring this to your attention because just because the world is going through things, that does not mean that Satan is going to stop. We have to continue to live out the purpose that God gave us. We can't stop. We need to continue to move forward. Don't let virtual worship become something that you just do in your pastime. Don't let it be like a soap opera or a movie. Y'all want to hear something? Unless we are sick or something else is hindering us, no one should be watching the live feed laying down chilling. Get up! How can we look and give our attention to worship and we cuddled up in the bed or we laying in the bed? You know what I'm talking about, Jeff. Let's give God his respect. Get up! Worship just as hard at home as you would in the house of God. You got to understand that some things are just a trick of the enemy. We need to be up and alert like we are in worship service in the building. We need to be praising God, giving him all the praise. Why? Because we are alive. We are well. God allowed us to see another day. We need to prepare ourselves physically and spiritually. Don't get lazy during this time. That's why I said it's the devil's season. So you know what he want to do? He wants to grab the ones who were just hanging on by a thread anyway. Some folk didn't even want to be here anyway. And now all of a sudden, they're going to treat not being here like a staycation. They're staying home from worship, so they're taking a vacation from God. I'm going to go a little deeper for you, Jeff. Just because you're looking good in your suit today. Are you all right? Eventually, some will stop singing with us. And Lord have mercy, some will stop giving. 
The train ain't been passed in front of your face no more. Now that the train is not being passed, do you have enough love in your heart to keep giving? Some people say, I don't want to go online and give my money. Ain't no telling what's going to happen. But we go online for everything else. I went online the other day and did a couple clicks and the man appeared at my door and knocked and dropped the package off. That's service. I hope y'all understand what I'm saying. It's the devil's season. He coming for Christians. Now that the world is all in chaos, think about it. He wants to come when we are at our lowest point. And now that the world is in chaos and, and, and we were already weak, now he's like, why do you need to get online? You can do that anytime. Catch it tomorrow. But remember, we're worshiping God on the first day of the week. Now, I know we have some theologians out there. And, and people say, well, Brother Kenzie, why do you tell us to come to the church building on other days? And now all of a sudden you're preaching that we can worship at home virtually. Well, you know what? Circumstances creates things that we can't change. And God knows what's going on. See, we are showing God our faith by letting him know we're going to try to do something else. We may not can come to the building, but that is not going to stop us from giving you the glory. Because, Lord, we need you. We don't want God to take a vacation on us. So we shouldn't take a vacation on God. And, and I'm going to say this, and, and I can say this because ain't nobody in the audience. So, you know, I can say this if I want to say this. Check this out. You know, don't use the money that you're supposed to be giving God to go buy some new shoes. Why well, double up next week? Give God his. Don't stop giving. Don't stop praying. Don't stop singing. Don't stop communing. And we can't stop teaching. Even if the world comes to a halt. Satan is still going to be moving. Don't forget the Lord. Don't let technology take your purpose from you. Use it to the fullest. But understand that you are praising God. Get ready for virtual worship service on Sunday mornings. Get ready for it. Prepare your mind. Don't be shining your shoes while the preacher is preaching. You know, let me just say this. Learning online has always been a challenge. I can remember a time, Jeff, we didn't have no online learning. Like these students today, they have what they call e-learning. So they can learn electronically. Uh, tronically at the crib well back in our day if something happened that we couldn't go to school school was just over there, there was no internet and technology so I remember when people start taking college courses online but a lot of people fail because why to learn online takes 
discipline. You have to, matter of fact, it probably takes more discipline to learn online than it does to come into a building and to sit down and to hear a lecture. So what I'm saying is we have to discipline ourselves. It's the devil's season. He's coming for us. Again, don't mix my message. I'm not saying he's in control. But what I'm saying is he's trying to gain control over Christians. Don't lose the zeal that you have for God. Don't lose it. Don't get wrapped up in the technology where you think that you can be eating breakfast and doing all these other kind of things and washing out the bathtub and doing all these other kind of things while the word of God is going on, while we are having virtual worship. You know, we, 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 we need to give God the praise and the glory. You know, I, I'm, I'm thankful for Sister Toshiba. Y'all can't see her right now, but she's back there in the room filming right now. She's putting her life at risk. I'm thankful for my brother, Brother Jeff. He's out here singing, giving God the glory. He's putting his life at risk. I'm here today giving God the glory why we're doing this because God deserves all praise don't give up on God don't look at this as just some type of clip on the internet we're worshiping God again we don't want to view this temporal setback as something that we take as a vacation from worship. And don't fool yourself. You know, when church gets back in session, I'm going to bring all my collection in. I'm just going to save them all. Don't do that. Because you know, Jeff, when you start doing stuff like that, something always comes up. I got a couple more scriptures that I want to share with you. And the lesson will be yours. First Peter, chapter number three, verse number 12, the Bible says, For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Look what it says. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. God is watching us. And he's watching over us. So just don't think that, oh, my goodness, here it is. Uh, God is watching me and I better straighten up. No, 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 no. You got to understand something. Not only is he just watching us, but he's looking out for us. His eyes are over us and his ear is open to our prayer. What does this mean? We need to be prayerful now. The world needs us. You know, a lot of times people... They talk about Christians, they dull Christians out, but guess what? I said it's the devil's season, and the reason why I said it's the devil's season is because he's going to try to take this, 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 this time that we are experiencing, he's going to try to take advantage of us, but if you think about it, it's also our season. It's time for us to stand up. It's time for us to pray for folk who can't pray for themselves. Now, you may be wondering, well, tell me who can't pray for themselves. You got to understand. Look at the Bible again. The Bible says what? The Bible says in verse uh, number 12, it teaches us that the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. I don't care how many days we have for world prayer. Everybody's prayer can't make it through. You have to have the indwelling Holy Spirit. 
It doesn't matter how many cell phones are out there, how many mobile phones are out there. If you don't have service, you can't talk to nobody. Look what it says. And his ears are what? Open to their prayers. God is listening to us. Let's talk to him. Let's talk to him. Let's tell him what our concerns are. And Peter, it told us that we can cast all our cares. Let's cast them to him. My good friend, Brother Thomas, he going on now. But I remember he was saying that he heard someone say one time, why are you staying up late at night worrying when you can give your problems to God? Because he's going to be up all night anyway. Give them to God. God wants us to be dependent upon him. Let's go to 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy. Chapter number 2. 1 Timothy chapter number 2. Look what it says. Therefore, I exhort first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. We have to understand that we have to pray for the world. We are sanctified, set apart for God's work. We're consecrated to him. We are God's people with benefits. So we need to pray for the world. We need to pray. We need, whether you're walking down the street, whether you're on your knees, wherever you are, pray to God. Because the world needs us now. Because the devil is having his season. And if we are not careful, he's going to snatch some folk out the church. When all of this is over and we all come back together, somebody ain't going to show up. That's just keeping it 100. There's a scripture in 2 Chronicles. 2 Chronicles. Chapter number 7. 2 Chronicles chapter number 7. I'm going to look at verse number 13 and 14. The Bible says, When I shut up heaven, and there is no rain, or command the locusts to devour the land, or send pestilence among my people. Look at 14. If my people, and look how God talks. My people, ownership, those who belong to me. He said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and what? Pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. We need to pray. 
We need to pray for healing. We need to pray that God blesses the world. Doesn't matter how many people don't believe there's a God. We believe for the just will live by faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. We want God to turn our request, our prayer, into reality. It's the devil's season. He's going to start snatching folk. Don't get complacent. Now, Jeff, now is not the time to get complacent. Now is not the time to chill. Now is the time to study, to meditate, to keep God first, to worship, to praise, to keep thanking him. I, I, I know that times are difficult, but guess what? The same God that was blessing us when we thought everything was good is the same God that we have right now. He's the same God. He ain't changed. And guess what he said? I ain't going nowhere. Never. I've had people tell me, I'll never leave you. And I'm still looking for him. That's why God said, don't put your trust in man. Think about it. He made us. He made us. And he's telling us, don't trust one another. Because I know who you are. Don't get caught up in all of this and forget who God is. Don't leave your first love. Keep it going. If you ain't been studying, you need to start. You need to start. Because again, some of us, that kickstart that we needed at the beginning of the week, we ain't getting it no more. And, and, and here's the thing, Jeff. I know what I'm talking about because I was there at one time. I didn't always worship God on Sunday. Sunday was a day to recuperate from Saturday. And it was also a day to prepare myself for Monday. And I still kicked it just as hard on Sunday as I did on Saturday. You know it. Sometimes we were together. So my whole point is. We don't have that building right now to go to. Now is the time for us to encourage ourselves. Now is the time. See, see, you ain't got folk calling you saying, where were you? I didn't, I didn't see you at church. You don't have that no more. Some of us are like, whew, because I get tired of folk calling my house. You ain't got people watching over you like that. Now we got to start being responsible. We have to remember the purpose that God gave us. We have to remember who we are in Christ Jesus. We have to be who God called us to be. We have to be faithful during these times. Again, I know the physical death total is increasing. But peep the spiritual death total. That's increasing as well. Don't slip up and get got. Because Satan is coming for the number one slot. You may not see him. And the reason is because he's lurking. He's moving secretly. Because he's preparing himself 
to attack someone. But look how the Bible told us to resist him. Resist him steadfastly, meaning never change. Keep resisting him. But how? In the faith. You know, a lot of times we got all these cliches. What are we going to do with the devil? We'll flip him up and turn him out and all this kind of stuff. Look, we got to resist him in the faith. What that means is we have to stand on what we believe in. We have to be who God called us to be. We are children of God. I needed to share this with you because it applies to me too. You know, Jeff, my purpose is to preach just as hard to these empty pews and empty seats as it is to preach if they were full. Because I know somebody out there in cyberspace needs the Lord. So you may be wondering, well, how can I continue to teach and how can I continue to move forward in Christ. One of the things that you can do is if folk don't have a way to worship God, send them our information. Send them what we have. Send them the link. Let them log on and look. Let them commune with us. Let them sing with us. That's a way that you can have your ministry going on right there at the crib. Don't give up on God. Don't lose your faith. The devil is walking around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And don't think that you are so slick and under the radar that the devil won't find you. A lot of times we'll stop and pick him up, not even knowing who he is. If we want to become a member of the church, we come by hearing the word of God, believing that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, Repenting of our sins, confessing that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and being buried with him in a watery grave of baptism. Some of you may need prayer. Last week I was so happy to know that we were collecting prayer requests. We got to do this thing as if we were here, Jeff. You know, when I was working at home as an engineer, I was communicating with people in different countries, whether it was Spain, whether it was uh, China, uh, India, didn't matter where they were. But my superiors expected for me to perform as if I was right there with them in that country. God expects for us to continue to praise him as if we are still in a church building setting. Don't give up on him. May God bless you. May he keep you. Let's keep praying for the world, y'all. Yeah, it's Satan's season. He, he's going to come and get somebody. But it's also our season. Let's pray. Because we are at the mercy of God. We need him right now. We need to pray. We need every saint, every child of God to pray. Pray to God for mercy. Ask him to heal our land. Heal us. Let's pray for ones who've been impacted. Some of us know family members, friends who've been impacted. Let's pray for them. Let's pray for those who've lost people. Let's pray for them. Let's pray that God will continue to comfort them and to give them the things that they need. Let's continue to pray for the doctors. 
that they can get things together and understand more things. Pray that God will give them wisdom. Let's pray for the nurses and, 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 and let's give thanks for them because people are losing their lives to save other folk lives. Let's pray. Let's just pray. God did not give us the spirit of fear. But he gave us a sound mind. We don't have to walk around scared. But let's be aware of what's going on. And let's pray for those who are helping individuals and getting sick themselves. Because they have families too. And let's take this thing seriously. If we don't have to go anywhere, stay home. Again, I am sure because of my faith that this too shall pass. And God is going to win. If you want to be on the winning side, you better get with Jesus. Because that's the winning side. Jeff, you got something for me. What you got for me? He's sweet, I know. Let's, let's, let's get a couple of verses of that. And we're going to go ahead and let him go. He's sweet, I know. He's sweet, I know. You know that storm clouds may rise. You know that strong winds may blow. You know that I'll tell the world, tell the world wherever I go. You know that I have found a Savior and he I know, you know that he's sweet, I know, he's sweet, I know, you know that storm clouds may rise, you know that strong winds may blow, you know that
Father God in heaven, the controller of the universe, we come to you with thanksgiving on our hearts, just saying thank you. We're thanking you because you are God and you are God all by yourself. Lord, we're asking you to be with us, protect us. We are in dire need of your mercy. Lord, we know we need you right now. Please hear our prayer. Many things are happening that are out of our control, but God, we know that you are always in control. Lord, we need you. Please, in the name of Jesus, heal this land. Show up, Father God, and show out like you always do. Bless those, Father, who are sick. Heal them, if it be thy will. Bless those, Father, who are putting their lives at risk and who are helping others. Be with them, bless them, protect them, Father God. Be with the ones who are walking around ignorantly, not understanding what's going on. Protect them, too. Lord, Bless our children. Bless the elderly. Bless those who take care of them. Lord, bless the church. Help us to realize, Father God, that the devil, he ain't stopping. He's going to continue to do what he does. You documented on the pages of inspiration about his character. How he is. You told us that he was skillful. He was crafty. We know we can't outsmart him. But we know that greater is he that is in us. Than he that is in the world. Help us Father God. To not lose what you have given us. We want to maintain that spirit. We want to maintain that power. We want to maintain our peace. We want to maintain our love. We want to maintain our joy. We want to keep forgiving. We want to keep being like you called us to be. Help us, Father. We are in some times that we have never seen before. But we know that you're not surprised. We're just begging for your help. Be with the ones who've lost loved ones. Bless them. Give them the comfort that they need. Again, Lord, please continue to bless us. Please continue to keep us healthy and safe. We love you. Thank you for what you have done. Thank you for what you are doing. And thank you for what you will do. It's in your son's Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen.